Finding a service solution that helps you keep customers happy can feel impossible. Just like trying to remember the name of that guy you literally just met at a networking event. HubSpot's all-new Service Hub can help, with the service solution part at least. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform, with an AI-powered help desk and chatbot to handle your frontline tickets, so you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Howdy, y'all. It is Tuesday, October 11th. I'm Rob Litterst. And I'm here with Juliet Bennett-Ryla, and you are listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're going to talk about McDonald's. The fast food giant is tapping into nostalgia in an effort to drive millennial adults back to its restaurants. But before we get into all that, let's take a quick look at what else is going on in the world of business and tech. YouTube announced it will begin rolling out account handles, much like TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, for all users starting this week. This could get really interesting since YouTube's plan is to roll it out gradually, meaning that some users are inevitably going to get the nod before others. Amazon is planning to invest $972 million or 1 billion euros to electrify its delivery network in Europe with electric vans, trucks, and cargo bikes. Google has joined Apple in removing the OG app, which is an app that promised an ad-free Instagram experience from its Play Store. A Dutch court decided that forcing employees to keep their webcams on at work is a human rights violation. I'm sure given all the Zooms that people are doing these days, there's going to be a lot more to unpack there. And lastly, Tinder partnered with Ballot Ready on an in-app election center where users can register to vote and get polling and election info. All right, Juliet. So you wrote about McDonald's recent nostalgia plays. What is going on there? So McDonald's is doing two kind of interesting things, and both involve the Happy Meal. Thing number one is the Halloween Boo Buckets. They are back. Oh, I remember these. Yes, I am sure you do. I feel like anyone who grew up 80s, 90s, even early 2000s probably had these as a kid. I feel like I legitimately trick-or-treated with one of these for like multiple years. You may have. So they're back. They're back October 18th. They're going to come with your Happy Meal. Now, one thing to note about the Boo Buckets is that is the toy. There's no toy in them. There's the Happy Meal. It comes in the bucket. Bucket's the toy. So I went back and I was reading the history of these buckets because like you, I remembered them from being a kid. And I found this blog called Nightmare Nostalgia, which is perfect if you want to look up the history of any old spooky thing. And apparently they debuted in 1986 and they have changed many times over the years. There were three orange jack-o'-lantern buckets. And then in 1989, the pumpkin was joined by a white ghost and a green witch. And I feel like that is the memory that's cemented in my head. So much of my nostalgia is from that period, like the mid 80s to the mid 90s. And these are just like perfectly dropped in that time frame. Absolutely. Same for me. So they iterated over the next several years. Apparently from 2010 to 2016, they did a couple of pop culture tie-ins, Mr. Potato Head, the Minions. I don't remember any of those buckets. They are not on my cultural radar. I only remember those like 1989 buckets. And apparently McDonald's had tried other Halloween toys, but the buckets were always the most popular. So this year, they're bringing them back. And in what I think is a very smart move, they are bringing back those face buckets that I think we all remember, the orange, the white, the green, the pumpkin, the ghost, the witch with like, it looks like they have new lids on them that are kind of cute. Nice. I think this is smart because I feel like people my age, even if they don't go to McDonald's and they don't eat at McDonald's, they might be like, ooh, I want one of those buckets that I used to have as a kid. And apparently 
millennials have not taken to McDonald's the way previous generations have. I was reading in the Wall Street Journal that a boatload of millennials, like 80% of them had not tried the Big Mac, wow. which seems kind of ludicrous to me. I feel like everyone ate at McDonald's as a child, at least. And nowadays, you know, if they're going to have fast food or fast casual food, they're going to go someplace healthier or they'll choose one of the newer options like a Shake Shack, Whataburger, In-N-Out, one of those kind of places. They're never going to win like the healthiest fast food alternative game. So they might as well get creative with some of the other stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like in the absence of nostalgia over their food, they're trying to tap in into this nostalgia over other things like these Happy Meals or like the buckets. We don't know how the Halloween buckets are going to do yet because they're not out yet, but it's already working well for them with their adult Happy Meal. It's essentially a Happy Meal that comes with either a Big Mac fries and a drink or a chicken nuggets fries and a drink. It's more expensive than a Happy Meal. I don't know. I guess I don't know what Happy Meals are these days, but I'm guessing they're not $10.79 <laughs> to $14 depending on location. And that is how much an adult Happy Meal is. That's legitimately expensive right there. $11 to $14 yeah. for a Happy Meal. That is a significant upcharge. It's a partnership with this streetwear brand called Cactus Plant Feet Market. And it comes with like these little collectible toys. I don't know if you've seen them. They look like Grimace and Hamburger, but they've yeah. got like four eyes. And I know a lot of adults who like to collect little vinyl figures. So that's working for McDonald's. They are selling out. There is havoc in the drive-thru of people trying to get their hands on these things. So if people won't eat your food, I guess give them an item made out of plastic is the lesson here. <laughs> How many times have we written about NFTs or like trading cards or stuff like that around collectibles lately? Mm -hmm. There's such fervor over collectibles. This is super smart for them to try to go into it and just like see if they can drum up nostalgia, get people excited. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the buckets are going to do better, honestly, because, you know, a lot of the toys, you can put them on a shelf and that's it. But these buckets, you can turn them into planters. You can like have it be like a little thing that you put knickknacks in. It can be like a decoration that you bring out every single year. This is a smart move, I think. No, I think these are going to crush it. Now, Rob, you have been looking into the end of the GIF and or GIF, depending on which camp you fall in. Wait, before we get into it, which camp are you? What do you call this crazy file format? Um, I think I call it a GIF. Isn't that what the creator said? I know there's a lot of arguments about it, but the creator said it was a GIF, right? Yeah, I think you're right. That's what I say, too. Yeah. I think it's GIF. I don't know. I understand that G is for graphics, so you would think it would be GIF, but right. the inventor called it GIF, so that's what I've always just gone with is GIF. Totally. So to your point, I've been digging into this story from The Atlantic that's talking about how the GIF might be going extinct soon. Basically, in 2016, an executive at Tumblr called the GIF the file format of the internet generation. We're only six years removed from that, and people are basically saying that the GIF is over Younger generations are calling it cringe. I'm not 100% <laughs> sure what that means because I definitely don't fall into the younger generations, <laughs> but I'm guessing it's not good. So a combination of things helped cause this. So first of all, accessibility. Mm -hmm. GIF searching became ubiquitous on Facebook, Twitter, and iMessage and essentially brought the format to the masses. I think a big reason for this is Jiffy or Giphy, the mm -hmm. database of GIFs that essentially plugged into all these platforms and made them really, really easy to access. And then the second part of it is just overusage. As people had more access to GIFs, the same ones just were continuously used over and over and over. And it just got to the point where they kind of got played out. Mm -hmm. And of course, like any social media trend, older adults started latching onto these GIFs and using the same ones as their children and grandchildren. And the format lost its cool factor. So that's kind of where we are today, I guess. Yes. I feel like it is peak boomer on the internet to like sarcastically mm. reply to something with like a uh, Leonardo DiCaprio toasting GIF 
<laughs> yes, from the great Michael Gatsby. Scott of the Office GIF. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's the same ones over and over and over again. <laughs> Every single time. Yeah, we've seen it in our Slack channels for years. It's definitely fading mm-hmm. to the point of the story. And like, there does seem to be kind of empirical data proving that GIFs are losing their luster. So Giphy, which we mentioned earlier, is a database for GIFs and reported that they have seen declining uploads and a growing disdain for GIFs among social media users. They reported this to the Competition and Markets Authority, who were looking into Facebook's acquisition of Giphy. And so Giphy's basically telling them like, hey, we're not like this dominant platform that you think we are. Mm -hmm. Like people aren't really using these things anymore. We're kind of getting tuned out. Like there's nothing to see here. The other part of it is another file type has emerged here. There are these MP4 video files, which can essentially display the same effects as GIFs, but with a smaller file size. And this is all just because of like how easy video compression has gotten and how much easier it is to host more information in a smaller file. And so a lot of social media platforms essentially use MP4 video files instead of GIFs to get the same effect. I'm ready. I'm ready for the GIFs to be over. <laughs> Personally, I feel like with memes, like they just get stranger and weirder and like more esoteric <laughs> as time goes on. But right. just like just kind of stayed uh, suspended in time. I just feel like anything in culture, like fashion, internet culture, whatever, is usually cyclical. And so mm-hmm. I feel like even if GIFs are gone for like a decade or something like that, there's going to be like some hip cohort of trendsetters <laughs> on the internet. They're definitely going to bring it back in like a decade or two and GIFs are going to be all the rage again. Well, yeah. We just live in this cyberpunk universe where like GIFs are like <laughs> yeah. floating in the sky as we drive exactly. around in our hover cars. Exactly. And there's always going to be a GIF in the first brief of the hustle. But at least we make those ourselves and it's not yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio toasting. Yeah. Totally agree. All right, that is going to do it for us today. Thank you all for tuning into the Hustle Daily Show. We are a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, what are you doing? Go get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email. Have a terrific Tuesday, and we will see you tomorrow.